Within this podcast, I will help you get really clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can create magic within your life. And if you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hi, ladies, and welcome. So happy to be here recording this episode for you especially that money and abundance in our life is such a popular topic and um, some of you have been requesting me to talk about it on my podcast and I thought it was just about time talking about manifesting money and how to pull more abundance into your life. Well, this is a huge part of my journey going from somebody who didn't really have a lot of money when I was growing up. We kind of um, live quite a poor family when we didn't have access to many things and it was communism and Russia at that time as well. So everything was very limited. My mom was a teacher. My dad um, had a, like a very normal job and he was saving every penny of it. So we never really had money to spend on like even small luxuries. Even um, food-wise, we always had like very sort of healthy diet. My dad was a hunter, so we were quite lucky. We always had some game <laughs> in the house. But even like... Simple things like here in the West, we consider like a basic food, like chicken. We would only have like a special fried chicken for like birthdays and the big parties. And the majority of our diet was like fruit, vegetables, like something from the garden or the game or the fish my dad would um, would get. So a lot of things which we consider he's like even junk food in Russia was like, wow, you know, this is like a celebratory and special meal. <laughs> which now I realize, looking back, how lucky I was. But at that time, we couldn't really buy any clothes we wanted because everything was closed. There was no, like, um, the economy was very different at that time. And my mom would buy me once in a while, like, a special, like, Mickey Mouse tracksuit, and I would be so happy, and we would be wearing it to school. And everyone would think, oh, my God, I'm so, so cool. And I remember, like, as early as, like, I was 12, even before that, I was helping my grandparents with my mom selling fruit, selling honey in the market. At some point, I remember I was 12, and um, this is a story I never really shared. I think I shared it once, but it's not really something <laughs> to speak public about. I was 12, and I needed shoes. I needed shoes for school. And, you know, I always had a good style. I liked to dress up and didn't mean necessarily expensive, but I had certain styles. So I would not just wear something like really crappy so I wanted a particular type of shoes for school and I remember there was this pair I kind of knew it was in the market in the shop and um, they cost 120 rubles which was probably quite a lot at the time it's hard to compare it but it's nothing obviously special shoes from the market a pair of shoes and my dad said okay if you want a pair of shoes you have to make the money and our dog just um, had some puppies I was like a good breed. So uh, we had a few puppies to sell. My dad said, why don't you take a puppy 
to the market and sell. <laughs> I don't know, for some of you, you probably think, oh my God, crazy, what a poor girl. <laughs> she was only 12. And even now I'm thinking, my God, I was so courageous. I just For me, it was just like a challenge. It was like exciting because I knew I can sell the puppy and I can buy myself that pair of shoes. And that's exactly what I did. I remember even now how they look like. It's a brown suede with a little sort of stacked heel. And I, I can literally see them now, despite it was like 25 years ago. <laughs> so that's just an example, basically, growing up with not much money. And um, in my 20s, I went completely berserk and crazy. When I came to London and I was making good money at the time, I was working like really a high job and was making, yeah, at some point I was making some serious money, but I would spend every single penny on it um, on designer clothes, things I never had when I was growing up. And I was in a relationship which I was quite upset. Emotionally, I was really, really not in the right place. So to make myself happier, to feel better, I would just go crazy and spend every penny on the designer clothes. And I thought the money would always be there for me. It's just like... Um, the, it comes, it comes and goes, right? And I had already some property back in Russia at the time. So that was not something, I never felt like not abundant. I always felt like I had enough money for anything I wanted. But I never had any extra left. And I had this funny relationship that I had to spend every single penny of it before even like uh, my next payout. So I ended up quite a, a little of that. And my credit cards were always maxed out. So I always kind of struggled with my relationship with money. And um, I know the situation like changed now. Uh, I have a proper business and it was like my long desire to run a successful online business. I never thought actually I would be capable of doing that. But here we go. <laughs> and I'm sharing it with you to, uh, for you to understand that we all have our struggles. It's not like it was brought to me on a silver plate and like I just, or I always knew how to do it or I always had it in my life. I've been through different cycles. I've been really broke and really down and I had to sell my flat eventually to be able to come back to London. And at that time, it didn't work out very well for me. I couldn't get a job I was working before. So at some point, I was like really, really broke and tried different sort of jobs. Um, would not get any jobs. I tried to do some sort of business, like it was a project or two, it didn't work out as well. So altogether, when we talk about money and how to get yourself in the energy of abundance, even when your current situation is one of lack or like an absence of abundance, and it's very important to remember that whatever we focus on at the moment, that's what we sort of expand and we get more of it. So if you, if you want to create a future, a certain future, you remember what sort of energy, what energy you have around it right now. So it's your energy, your beliefs, and this is how you create your future reality. And this is especially true when it comes to money. So if you think about your future in terms of your finances, what do you want to see in your finances in the future? You need to ask yourself, how am I vibrating right now? What is my energy, my abundance level energetically, like right now, right? So what are my beliefs around money right now? And I want to focus a little bit more specifically on this energy because energy is everything. Everything in the planet is a product of your energy, right? So it took me a long time to get this, especially in the finance, because like I said, I was really, really struggling and always thought 
money comes, but the, it goes very quick and um, never could get hold of it for longer than months. So money, one of these things as well, when you don't have it, we feel its absence very, very powerfully. And we become like really emotionally charged when we don't have money. Because it's not just money, right? Money could be just a surface problem. But if we really start to dig deeper, it's also tied in with feelings around our worth, right? So when we feel like, you know, I don't have enough money, we can also feel worthless or that we're not good enough or we're not lovable enough or not smart enough. We also, um, we create these stories about ourselves because we don't have money in our lives. So we connect it to other things, right? So I want you to step back and ask yourself a question. Like how many times have I taken the absence of money, for example, yeah? How many times have you taken that and started to weave in these other negative stories about yourself? Like you're not worthy enough, you're not smart enough, you're not successful enough, you're just not enough. Because this is a dangerous, dangerous trap we fall into, right? And remember, whatever we're focusing on is expanding. So if we feel like we're not good enough or don't have enough money or whatever, we're not loved, we're going to attract more of this in our life. So it's very important to realize that it's not just about money. It's a much more complex situation, right? And everything's intertwined. So like I mentioned, my story, and it was a struggle quite for a while. And um, only recently when I started working with energetics and realizing how everything is interconnected and that our internal world simply reflected outside and that's how we create our reality. So really it's your internal world you need to be working on, right? And here's the thing when I started to discover the money mindset work, I thought it was just about showing up as if I already had the money I wanted and feeling that abundance and, you know, allowing myself to feel as I was already wealthy as if I already had the money. But then, of course, I was feeling lack in other areas of my life. And I could be doing all this work around my money energy, but if I wasn't feeling worthy enough, if I wasn't feeling good enough, if I wasn't getting smart enough or lovable enough, I would experience lack in all these other areas of my life. So it would be impossible just to fix finances without fixing a lack of self-worth. So how do we shift the energy, right? In order to shift the energy into one of the abundance so we can manifest more abundance in all areas of our life, we need to know, like, what is that energy I need to be embodying? Who do I need to show up uh, as? And uh, what is that energy, what that energy look like when I step into that sort of um, vibration? And this is where the power of questions that you ask yourself dictate the quality of your life. And I will say that again, the power of the questions that you ask yourself will dictate the quality of your life. And this is why I love coaching so much, because coaching is not so much about getting advice from coaches, right? It's about asking the right questions. And if you're a great coach for others, the bonus is that you can be a great coach for yourself and you can ask yourself the right questions. You can journal on that. And this is really the first step about asking yourself the right question to identify who do I need to be? So when it comes to money, I guess the question we can be asking ourselves is, if I was already abundant, who would I show up as today? 
What would I be doing? What I would be wearing? How would I hold myself within the conversation? What kind of boundaries would I have in place for my life? What would I say yes to? And what would I say no to? So the more you start understanding who that woman is, the more you can start tapping into that energy. But you need to know that first, right? First thing you need to understand, who is that person that you are stepping into? Okay? So ask yourself a question. And uh, remember, if you feel like you have limiting beliefs around money or something with mindset, you can just journal on that. And um, you can journal. You can bring everything which comes up to you. Even now when I speak, perhaps you might resonate with some of my story and all have some money issues. Otherwise, we'll not be having a problem, right? So if you listen to this episode, perhaps there is something you can work on. And it could be tied out, like I said, to your self-worth or could be some limiting beliefs. And you can just ask yourself the right questions um, about different areas of your life as well, okay? Because you need to work on the energy as a whole rather than just tapping up into like one little bit. And you will find that when you do it this way, the results are so much more powerful. Okay, so that's step one. Then get clear on who is that you're stepping into. What is the energy that you need to embody to get you to that next level, right? And then look at the total areas of your life. Specifically here, because we're talking about money, you want to get clear on, you know, then the next financial level that you want to take yourself to. What does it look like? Who do you need to be to get to that level? And then you energetically match to that sort of next version of yourself so it's important to know then you can embody that version of you today and you can start to weave this version of you into your life today because everything is in the present moment right and it feels like a big task but take the pressure of it imagine if it was a game so pretend be playful with that yeah you're gonna get such so much better results with the manifestation process if you just start playing allow yourself to have fun treat this as a game for like one day only i'm gonna show up as that version of me who already has all the money in the bank all who desires happened not just in this uh, like money department but like abundance means abundance it's when you're happy and fulfilled and purposeful and just who is that woman with infinite amounts of self-worth and already feels so smart, um, lovable, enough, right? So ask yourself those questions. Okay, so I also wanted to briefly go through the money overflow principles. And the first one is that, like I said, money is energy, right? And everything, my, my financial overflow is energy. So in order to be able to experience financial overflow, we've got to be a perfect energetic match to that. And one of the games or exercises I learned from my business mentor is there are a few ways to embody the energy of the financial overflow. And you can also raise your money frequency and flow by playing the lottery game. So what's the lottery game? Imagine that you won $100 million in the lottery, right? So what would you do with this money? How would you spend it? Crazy. It doesn't sound crazy. Even imagine it is crazy. So 
Imagine you spending that money. Literally, like plan. That's what you're going to invest. That's what I'm going to buy. And just go crazy as you are. Or another virtual spending game I like is um, you look at the, all the money you have in the accounts, including your credit cards, so everything together, and then you multiply it by 20 and you spend it virtually. Like what you would spend it on. This is just pushing your boundaries. This is like exercise for you to be open for the flow, like open this channel. Another thing you can do is, and that's something I would recommend, to be always sort of at the back of your mind. Be grateful for what you have already. Be grateful for every single thing, for the water you have running, for the electricity, for the food on the table you have today, for the roof over your hat. Being grateful because we take a lot of things for granted, right? Especially living in a, such a rich country like um, UK. A lot of things we take it for granted, but don't. Because <laughs> some people don't have a, like tens of it, hundredth part of it. And we're just uh, using it every day as a, like a normal. And we complain because we don't have enough or we feel lack. But focus on what you already have and feel really grateful for that. And then embody the new abundant version of yourself and feel it as much as you can. Feel that emotion, um, play the games. And that's basically the first principle of money overflow. Another thing I wanted to mention, and that's the second principle, is you either control the money or money controls you. And that's quite an important thing. So how do we know if money controls us, right? Here are some of the ways we allow ourselves to be controlled by the money. So, for example, are you avoiding looking at the bank accounts or those envelopes which arrive, like the brown envelopes, free posts, <laughs> your bills? Are you getting emotionally swayed based on how much money you make or have? Do you connect your self-worth to the amount of money you have in your bank account? Are you making decisions based on how much money you have? And when you spend money, do you feel excited or do you have this contraction in the stomach, like, you know, feeling with a hope, a grudge or some really bad emotion tied up? So that means money controls you. And you honestly, you don't want to be controlled by money. You want to be in charge. You want to exactly, you want to track your money. You want to know exactly what's going on in your bank accounts and you want to be in charge. And um, another principle I want to mention today is the money grows in proportion to your claimed desires and worth. And what do I mean by that? Money needs a home, right? So instead of setting like random intentions, like, oh, I want to make 10K this month or 100K in the next quarter, what does it mean to you? Because it is so much more fruitful to feel into what desires you are ready to claim. So if you want that amount of money, why do you want that? What are you going to spend it on? Play it in your mind and it's so much more important because what level of worth you are ready to step into and set financial intentions around those. And that's the money you're going to attract. Also, how much you are able to allow is connected to how you're willing to demonstrate your worth. So what I would recommend, you can use mantras, you can use affirmations, you can use journaling, and um, if you're a coach, you perhaps work with other people who have similar mindset problems. But really, to attract more abundance into your life, 
is um, is you're doing this simple energetic energy sort of exercises, like I mentioned. Yeah, you push your boundaries, you play the spending games, you imagine yourself as you already that person who has it all. And you can use other like ways, meditating perhaps. It's not for everyone, but I really like when I sort of go inward and I ask particular questions, especially when I'm in a situation when I don't know what's my next step. And um, a lot uh, right now, a lot of it is connected to my business and money flowing. So sometimes when I feel stuck or not sure or which product to release or how to position myself in the market or which message you know, how to show up, which way, how often. I mean, so there are so many questions when you run a business. I use meditation quite a lot and I get really, really amazing insights and downloads. And then I take an inspired action and it always works out for me. So meditation for me is quite important, but again, um, depends what is it for you. I like as well my daily walk. And it's sort of like a walking meditation. I go on a walk and I set intention before a walk. And I ask specific question, what do I want to have an answer when I come back? And also I use my walk to embody that energy of my next version of myself, like a really abundant uh, seven-figure coach who has it all and uh, just stay in that energy all the time I'm walking. I mentioned gratitude, very important. Also forgiveness is essentially the art of letting go, right? Letting go of the blame or shame or guilt you have around money in order to step up in that higher level. So, yeah, you can do visualizations as well. And um, you can just, yeah, weave one of these rituals into your daily uh, mindset uh, routine. Or you can, like, having a shower, you can spend one minute uh, visualizing, (laughs) visualizing the version of you that already has the abundance. Or when you do your daily walk or whatever. It's so many ways you can get closer to the next version of yourself and start feeling abundance today and you are worth it. You're absolutely worth it, right? So that was an episode about how to allow yourself to feel this abundance of energy and money in your life. And that's it, ladies, for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends. I'll see you next week.